Welcome to That's Rad Adventures in Life, Love, and Wedding Planning from the Pacific Northwest. I am Rad, local wedding planner and owner of Rad Occasions, and this is the amazing Rob. Hi. Hi. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> Good, how are you? How's your day going? You know, it's a typical Tuesday. Yeah. It is Tuesday, right? Yeah, it is yeah. Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> I know this whole COVID thing and days, and I mean, even though we're working Monday to Friday, it's still I still feel like we get lost in days sometimes. Especially because it's really busy right now. Like, it's engagement season. It's RSP season at my day job. You're super busy with your job. And then I feel like we're just like, go, go, go on the weekends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's go, go, go pandemic style. (laughs) Because, like, it's like you're still hanging out at home, but you're just busy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of, like, housework and tidying and, like, running around and getting things for just getting things. Life? Yeah. For life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've had one wedding already this season, mm-hmm. which was on Valentine's Day, and that was in a snowstorm, which is really unheard of on Vancouver Island, if you don't know. And, um, we yeah. don't, we're not really equipped for snow. <laughs> no, we're kind of like the California of Canada. So for it to snow here, it snows here like once a year for maybe a day or two. And the entire city like shuts down. I still think though, it was really funny that we had somebody behind our, like the street behind us, the, the bike lane was getting plowed and the road beside it wasn't. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> that shows you our priorities. <laughs> We're more worried about people walking and biking than we are people driving in conditions. I don't even think it would be safe to bike in those conditions. No, it wasn't. Well, we saw a guy bike past oh, us right. and then end up in a snowbank. Yeah, not so great. <laughs> no. That's why I'm like, you should just walk if you have to go anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways, enough about us in the snow. This is season two, episode three, and we're going to talk about what maybe a lot of people are experiencing right now. I know Rob just said before we started recording this, he didn't experience it, but it is wedding planning burnout. It must be so nice to be you that you haven't experienced it. Well, I got to marry a wedding planner, so I feel like, and we did a like super low stress wedding style. And I'm sorry, surprising everybody was low stress. I mean, it was meant to be. <laughs> it was mostly low stress. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> while Rob thinks about how stressful our, our wedding was or wasn't, I want to say like that my heart goes out to everybody who has like been planning a wedding during a pandemic. Um, also, maybe even postponing or canceling or like completely changing your plans altogether. Um, like it's just a really extended planning process if you have to keep rescheduling or have to keep changing your plans. And it's just, I, I, I feel tired for everybody out there. <laughs> because like weddings come with such high expectations already. And it kind of just turns like the whole planning point, like the planning period into like this pressure cooker almost. And then like all those like little stress bubbles get activated and 
I know like I've seen this. I don't know if you've seen this when you've been on site with me, but like every person that's involved in the day, be it the maid of honor, the mother of the groom, whoever, everyone has certain expectations about the day. And it's been like really built up in their heads. And those expectations either come out on the bride or the groom or another family member or your poor vendors. <laughs> so like, I feel like this is just like adding more pressure to the situation that now you have like a pandemic to contend with. And I feel like a lot of people now are thinking too, like, okay, well I postponed it so many times. I have to have like this epic blowout of a wedding. Yeah. Either that or they're going the other way and realizing or thinking that, you know, because I've had postponement so many times, let's just get married. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get married. There's definitely that too, the flip side of it. But then like our February 14th wedding, uh, that couple was telling me that people were getting upset with them for not being invited. Yeah, which I thought was just plain rude because, like, we're in a pandemic, people. Like, if you can't be invited in person into the wedding, like, just let it go. Yeah, they're going to do something else to appreciate all of the people that weren't able to come to totally. the ceremony. and they did. They had a Zoom call that everyone could be on so they could be a part of it in a way, mm-hmm. if not in person. But I think a lot of people are going to do like a small intimate ceremony and then do like a big blowout reception later on when and they can. And that could also be where the pressure comes in. Yeah. So before we get too much into like what all the pressure points are, we're going to explain what exactly wedding planning burnout is. So it's a state of emotional and mental in sometimes physical exhaustion brought on by a prolonged or repeated stress surrounding one's wedding. And you can have this burnout, not even over weddings. It can be over work. It could be the pandemic itself. There are so many things, but this is particularly around weddings because it is wedding podcast after all. <laughs> well, life loving, weddings, you know. Um, so the key difference between just like plain burnout and stress is that burnout is this extended period of stress that we've been feeling for like almost a year in March, actually, when we all got locked down in BC. I know it's been longer in other places and like, it feels like it's never going to end. And it's like, you might get some feelings of emptiness, of apathy, of hopelessness in that my friends is all burnout. So if you're experiencing this, you're definitely not alone. And we are seeing this way more because people have to keep rescheduling because of the pandemic and they thought it would take a year. And now obviously it's taking more than that. And like, we don't even have a clear endpoint. Like if you're in BC right now, you know that the restrictions currently in place have no end date. (laughs) They just said that we'll revisit it at the end of February and see how things are. And then maybe we'll at that point get lighter restrictions, but who knows? So we at this point, sorry, it's raining here. So we got a little distracted. It just like started coming down. Yeah, but it's only half the apartment. <laughs> so very odd. But anyways, back to our topic. So what are the causes of wedding burnout and how can you identify it? It's caused by stress. 
That's all it is. When you're stressed, there's these three main body systems, the nervous, the endocrine, and the immune system that are amplified. Yeah, I did some research for this podcast, (laughs) some science research. (laughs) So basically, when the brain's getting a potential threat, like... I better quit looking at wedding dresses on my phone to like not get on a, in a accident while I'm driving <laughs> or imagined my wedding day is going to be a disaster as an example. Um, should have hired a planner. <laughs> it activates the sympathetic branch of your nervous system. And then the endocrine system releases all these hormones, like the stress hormone, like cortisol that increases your heart rate, your blood pressure, and then activates your glucose stores for fuel. So stressful. Basically you're just like <clears throat> burning off all of the excess yeah, but you're, you're like it. stressed. Yeah. Yeah. Because like cortisol is not good for, you know, crow's feet and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not good for a lot more things than just that. But yes, that's that's one example. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> so these activations are putting your immune system on high alert, like that whole fight or flight mode. So at first it's protective, but because we've all been stressed out for so long, the immune system makes excess chemicals, and then that leads to inflammation, and that lowers your lowers your immune defenses, which is definitely not what you want during a pandemic. So then you feel like you're super run down, or like you're catching a cold when you're stressed. So basically, when it's you've been stressed out for such like a long time, your classic signs of being too stressed are going to be the inability to focus. You're going to be irritable. You're going to have a short fuse. You're going to feel super worn down. And you might also experience poor sleep, feelings of isolation, constant anxiety, and you might overanalyze events as well as physical tension, pain, and fatigue. Why are you nodding at me like that? (laughs) I'm just going along with you. Like, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all of these symptoms obviously are going to spill into your wedding planning. So you might have like this just sense of dread about planning your wedding. You might have frequent feelings of cynicism, anger, irritability. You also might notice that you, you have a negative change in your attitude about the day from when you first started. So like maybe you're just not excited about it anymore and the whole thing is just like F this and F that, you know? <laughs> so, so you might also see that like you're arguing with your partner a little bit more or your friends or your family when it comes to planning the wedding. So if you're noticing all these things, definitely... Take a break. Take a break. So I know, like, we're going to get into, like, how you can handle all this, but the first thing is prevention. (laughs) (laughs) AKA hire a wedding planner? Sure. If you you have it in your budget. (laughs) Um, So the first thing is making simple changes to your daily routine. So... Apparently, um, you can do things like petting something like if you have an animal or if like you have like a fuzzy blanket or like a fuzzy whatever. Yeah. A fuzzy wall (laughs) that apparently really helps decrease stress and anxiety. Um, just laughing out loud, 
Um, you guys can look up laughter yoga. We did that with a group last Valentine's day, actually. Um, and you can also do breathing exercises. So you can go check out like yoga with Adrian or something. Cause she's got lots of breathing exercises on YouTube. Um, also trying to get enough sleep, try to eat balanced meals and drink that water. Cause there's like that funny reel going around that if you drink so much water, they would be too busy going to the bathroom to care about anyone else's <laughs> business. <laughs> sure. It's true. Right. That's true. I think so. <laughs> and the next thing you can do is set up a preventative therapy session. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by the, just the thought of postponing your wedding, um, you can seek out individual or couples therapy for a neutral sounding board to guide you. You don't need to be hitting rock bottom, which I feel like a lot of people feel they need to be in order to go see a therapist. Um, you can just talk to somebody your day to day. So it'll help you fall away from the cycle of burnout if you do that, if it's possible. Um, another thing is you can hit pause on planning. So if you've postponed your wedding and you've extended your timeline, it's okay to just stop. If it was like super stressful for you to plan your wedding for the eight months to a year you already had planned, there's no need to keep doing it for another year, especially if you're overwhelmed by it. If all your vendors are booked, just put it all aside and then restart it when you're ready. Um, the last thing here, actually, no, second to last thing is to lean on your support system. So once you've taken a break, find support, talk to your significant other and first and foremost, because I feel, see a lot of miscommunication happening when people talk to everyone, but their significant other. <laughs> yeah. So, talk to us. We want to hear yeah. And then get your mind off of planning the wedding by like, you know, enjoying your engagement. And we talked about that in our first episode this season and, um, maybe just do things that like you want to do during the pandemic, like baking bread. If you haven't done that yet. <laughs> And like, ask your vendors, ask your friends and family for help, um, delegate tasks whenever possible, have your wedding party send out the emails to, to your guests or ask your family to make calls to vendors. Acting sooner will keep your anxiety from building to a tipping point if you're already there. Um, so definitely like, don't feel like you're in this by yourself. People can help. Yeah. Lean on your support system. That's mm -hmm. what they're there for. And then in the end, do something that makes you happy. Like get yourself out of that emotional rut and just like do something that like you haven't done in a while or something that, um, you know, take a you day, take a you day. Yeah. yeah. If it's difficult to hit pause completely, then prioritize. So do whatever is most important and then let the rest go at least for a little while while you find yourself again. And I feel like we need to be reminded of, of that all the time with like our work, with everything, because it just adds to the, the stress. And lastly, practice self-care. So that could be by laughing out loud, watching a silly movie, um, having an at-home spa day. There's so many options. And one thing too that I noticed is 
there's a lot of like, I guess you would call it positivity washing on the internet for a little while. I don't, it's not really there anymore, but it was like, everything has to be positive all the time. Like the whole positive vibes only like period that everybody had. And you know what? That's not okay. It's not going to make you feel better. So like, let yourself feel upset because this process isn't all going to be like face masks and bubble baths. It's be sad, be frustrated. It, this is a frustrating time. Sometimes a good cry will just like help out, make you feel better. Definitely. Um, and then also to like make your wedding planning as fun as possible. So if you've hit pause, you're coming back to it, then just make it like less of a job by getting creative. Like we suggest you can try dancing to your first song, writing personal wedding vows. I can talk (laughs) perfecting your specialty cocktail, making something from your wedding menu. As long as you can make it. (laughs) Even just trying, having fun with it, attempting things. Totally. And, and, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there because of the (laughs) rain. (laughs) So confusing. Um, we also have, um, the gratitude practice. I was doing this for a while, actually on my social media, um, where you find three things every day that you're grateful for. It doesn't have to be big things, but it can be small. Um, it can be like as simple as, um, somebody helped you at the grocery store and had a quarter for your cart kind of thing. Or like say your significant other brought you home Oreos, like, you know, that kind of thing. Like it doesn't have to be anything huge. Um, it really, um, helps that you, you can either do it in the morning, you can do it at night and basically it improves your mood and keeps, helps keep things in perspective because then you realize that everything is all bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that about covers it. That actually covers how to prevent wedding burnout and how to um, take care of yourself while you're experiencing wedding burnout. It. I kind of feel like everyone is kind of at that point, unless... I think a lot of people are going through COVID burnout, let alone wedding planning mm-hmm. burnout. So... Definitely. So I hope this helps anyone who's out there who's feeling alone in the whole wedding planning burnout, pandemic burnout, but like definitely seek professional help if you need it. It's not something that I feel like people should be embarrassed about. I feel like there is a stigma around it for a really long time and there still kind of is sadly enough. Yeah. And I think it's a good point that you made about not waiting until you hit rock bottom to reach out to somebody. Like you can check in with somebody just because you're feeling a little down because you feel like it might be a good idea just to do that. Because a professional can help you and give you some tools to use in your day to day. Like the gratitude practice actually was given to me by a therapist. Um, so there's definitely like different tools that they can give you beyond the gratitude practice that'll help in maintaining your mood, um, throughout this pandemic because, yeah, but you don't know how long we're going to be in this and it's, uh, it's tough not to be able to see your people right now because uh, zoom only cuts it for so long. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not being able to go hug people, especially mm-hmm. when you grew up in a very huggy family. Mm-hmm. So 
We will talk to you next week, same time, same place. And in the meantime, stay rad.